When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We start now on the steps of the Chief's Court. You guys have been here for the past few hours, shaking hands, meeting townsfolk, and saying goodbye. It's easy to see you've become the talk of the town. These, uh, you're now these people's heroes. Kimby has run on home to find her mom, and the chief Scabber and Sheeta have gone on inside for some long-deserved rest. What do you do? I'm gonna wave to the crowd a little bit, you know, like. The crowd has like mostly dispersed. You've kind of met everybody <laughs> in this small village. But uh, there's not a whole lot of people left there. But yeah, you can wave to whoever's whoever's left. Sure. Uh, do we, uh, guys? Do we turn in this bounty? How does this thing work? Don't we just get paid on a salary? I don't think we need to like turn in anything. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, we have that other quest too. I guess we could go. Wait, wasn't it pirates? Something in the water, right? I, I see. Was it? It was pirates. It was a sea monster. Kitsa, you wrote this down, didn't you? I did, but I don't have my book on me. I left it at the guild. Uh, Damn. You're supposed to be the smart one. Yeah, um, you, you're the brains of the operation. I know, uh, I know. I mean, so There's a Brooklyn accent came back. <laughs> <laughs> Juilliard's performativity is getting to me. <laughs> Does, do the chief slash chiefess wish to express their gratitude <laughs> with gifts? We you don't have money. Um, we'll <laughs> say that during the ceremony, you were presented with um, an honorary metaphorical key to the city or to the village and uh, your reward, <laughs> which was 100 awesome. gold, I think. Oh, sweet. Okay, 33, 33, 34. 34 is my favorite number. Can I have that? Yes. <laughs> mm, sounds suspicious, but I'll let it slide. 34 is actually my favorite uh, number. I, ha I think I yeah. took the extra one this time. Either that or kids. I remember I definitely got the extra last time we had an uneven split, so I'm out of it this time. Okay, well, next time, Juilliard, you can get it, and we'll just keep splitting it around. I'll probably just spend it all anyway. No, yeah. like you would ever do. <laughs> one that. extra gold. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> like, scratches his head with his brass knuckles on. <laughs> yeah, they kind of clinking them together. Ting, ting. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would spend them on anything, really. 
I, I guess we just head back to the guild, right? Uh, yeah. Probably. Should we just eat the fruit? Oh, Ooh. yeah! Oh, yeah, we got the fruit! Oh, my goodness gracious. <sighs> the fruit. I'm excited. I can't wait. So okay, just, before like, you do that... Time. Do we want to do... Before you do that, you um, look over to the little shopping area and you see a shopkeeper kind of beckoning you over to her. Oh. We've been beckoned. I, I'm going to go towards the beckon. I shall go to the beckoner. I'll go too. Okay. So you walk over to her pretty normally and um, in front of her on her uh, shop table, she has three pieces of cloth, each a couple feet long, and she says... I just really wanted to thank you for saving our town. This cloth was made using the water imbued with our special magic. Here's one for each of you. So this is just a couple feet of cloth that she's uh, giving to you. It doesn't look very nice. It's kind of dingy for what you know, but it's um, you can tell that it's a nice gesture for uh, from someone in this town. So, uh, yeah, you can... Um, you can make it into something if you go to a seamstress and uh yeah it's just a couple feet of cloth with uh some special magic awesome um can Fantastic. mine be navy uh she doesn't have the power to do that <laughs> but well, what color is it it's just like a it's just like a beige just like undyed cloth yeah okay just some linen yep pretty much okay well we got we got about a um. yard of cloth Thank you very much, ma'am. We really appreciate this. Are we able to dye this cloth? Uh, if you go to the right seamstress, probably. You know, cool. Maybe, you know, what else, uh, what do you sell here? Do you have anything, um, maybe I, I, I'm a gnome, and it's hard to find things in my size. Uh, oh. Do you have anything gray-sized? <laughs> um, she yeah. says to you, um... <laughs> Unfortunately, this is the only cloth we have left because those dang goblins stole everything from us. We have to ah. sort of rebuild. Curses! Goddamn interlopers. Curses! Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for your time. It's a very sweet jester. Um, uh, I, I, uh, Dartle like, gives a quick bow and like a sign of respect. And she bows back. All right, I say bye, and I wave my hand like really wide. <gasps> oh my goodness. And Juilliard just bows. Hmm. All right, guys, guys, yeah? guys. You guys ready for this fruit? I'm so excited. Okay, we should all do it like. On three. Okay, wait. Don't we need to cut like a slice off so we don't like spoil yeah. the whole fruit? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have these big brass. I have no knives. Well, I have a sword. Um, I've have, got. Like, I have two daggers and I have a sickle. I have a small Although the dagger. probably not good for this sort of task if you're not really good at it, which I am. All right. So I have a dagger, but it's a gnome-sized dagger, so it's basically a paring knife. Do you even know That's how to cut perfect. stuff since you're, you don't use knives? Have you ever used a knife before? Uh, I used to be a level I 20 fighter. I used a sword <laughs> for, like, a few weeks when you knew me before I got these brass knuckles. Mm. And I sliced and diced pretty well. All right. Do you want to borrow my dagger? I would. Here, let me take my brass knuckles off. <laughs> That's a good idea. I hand you my dagger, and I use my other one to just cut a piece of the apple off. Like... I'm a rapscallion adventurer, you know, like they do. Yeah. So you toss me the dagger, okay. Slice, like, should I roll for slicing? Should I? No, no, you can just, no, like, don't, don't, don't do it that. that. You'll, you'll roll a one I and slice, slice your finger off. I slice it with the deftness of 
of a lad or lass. You know, I, it's like in my thumb. I look, I look very cute while I'm doing it. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. I don't need to. I've been down this rodeo before. Okay. Juilliard cuts a wedge out of it like you would like with an orange, and then puts it in his mouth, so it looks like he's smiling. All right, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm Which gonna cut off a little wedge. So, so Juilliard's going. All right. Oh, well, he still has my dagger, and so I put my piece in my mouth and go back. All right, guys. Here's what I'm gonna do. I now have an extra cloak, right? I'm gonna. Can I like gather some people around the the town area real quick? They're like <laughs> all at home, dude. All right. Is there anybody? There's the like. The few shopkeepers that you see, there's like two or three okay. of them. All right, I'm going to be like, hey, guys, check this out. I'm going to take my cloak, and I'm going to hold it in front of my face, you know what I mean? And then I'm going to eat the <laughs> eat the thing and then drop the cloak so I disappear behind it. Like like you're trying to trick a dog. Like I'm trying to trick a dog. <laughs> you don't see their reaction because they're gone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and did you, did you leave the cloak there? Yeah. So I'm missing my cape, by the way. Um. But good thing I have an, <laughs> some, uh, I do have this cloth. I'll have to weave it into a new cape soon. Okay, guys. I say we go and find a seamstress and get this fabric dyed. Sure. I'm down. And then okay. Know, maybe figure out Hold on. <laughs> you can't just do whatever you want. I have. <laughs> um... This is D&D. <laughs> what do you mean you can't just do whatever we want? I the limits of this were my imagination. <laughs> So yes. are we just by the tree now? Yeah, so um, I, I have, you know, plot prepared, but... <laughs> I assumed so, but you just gave us fabric. Yeah. Andy or someone can cut us off. We don't necess- we don't pop up right next to the seamstress. I'm just expressing desire. I mean, when all you have is a hammer, like, come on. Like, <laughs> you that you gave us something <laughs> and begged us to use it, basically. What happens when we teleport? What do we run into? Okay. What shenanigans are awaiting? Just let me, just let me. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, so you each take a bite of your uh, magic fruit when you're in the middle of the village. It's very juicy, it's very filling, and it tastes incredible. And after a blinding flash, you're right back where you started, at the guild, next to this magic tree. You look down at the fruit you took a bite of, if you have any left of it, and it looks dead and wilted. And it's not nearly, it doesn't look nearly as appetizing as it looked just a second ago. Um, It's night now, all of the shops have packed up, and the shopkeepers have gone home for the night in front of the guild. Um, the outside of the guild is dimly lit with some torches illuminating the front doors, being guarded by none other than a sleepy Ricky and Vicky. Okay, guys. So, not right now, but later we should find a seamstress and get our fabric dyed. All right, all right. Um... Are we inside? We're still inside the guild walls, right? You're outside right now. Okay. Maybe we should go and get a nice night's sleep. (sighs) I'm feeling kind of tired. I could use a really, really long rest. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Okay, so you're going inside then? Yeah. Yep. How right. are Ricky and Vicky doing? Uh, hey, th- Rick. Hey, Vic. They um, just kind of wave because they're obviously very sleepy. And it's nice. Uh, Richard, Richard. I wanted to hear their accent. Is that her real name? Um, Richard and Richard. They both shake their heads. Okay. <laughs> Um, All right, well, have a good shift, guys. Uh, Ricky gives you a thumbs up. Um, <laughs> Do you need some coffee? Um, and they just don't respond. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you walk into the guild, and uh, as you walk in, you immediately see a set of new faces. It's a full adventuring team consisting of a female human, a male half-orc, a male elf, and a female halfling. They're 
beat up, breathing heavy, and covered in mud. They're spread across some of the couches and the floor of the common area. Hmm. Uh, what happened to you guys? No, wait, wait, wait. What's the other guy look like? Huh. Wow. Sorry, Julia say that again. <laughs> Who do you smack? I so Dull. I said, what's I said, hey, what's the other guy look like? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> See, she thought it was funny, guys. Yeah, oh so well, she's the DM. <laughs> so what what were these like people what do they look like again? He said female human. There's a female human, a male half orc, a male elf, and a female halfling. Hi, I don't think I've met you before. We're new here, relatively. My name is Kitsa. You guys can call me Kit. You guys look pretty beat up. Do you need, like, food or medicine or anything? Do you need help getting to your room? Um, so the female uh, human looks up at you and she says, Oh, you, you're the new guys? You saved the boy from the marketplace, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was us. Yep. Thanks. We, we, we worked hard on that one. Yeah. We also just liberated a village, but that's no big deal. <laughs> Juilliard. So Dartle, like, elbows Juilliard as high as he can, <laughs> which is, like, his knee. It hey, is true. What? Juilliard yes. danced, and he made some goblins who were not as good as dancing feel bad about that. Yeah, yeah and then I, I killed a few. What did <laughs> you guys do? Um, so uh, the female human says, you danced with some goblins? He danced against <laughs> goblins. It was a competition to get ownership of the town. Which was a huge farce, because they didn't even give it to me once I won. It was total BS, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Guess I'm just tired. It's been kind of a day, you know? Like, yeah. you dance, and then you have to fight, and then that's just, like, a bad time. We killed a little baby beholder. Yeah, it was a small beholder. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, the female human uh, responds with, we had a pretty long day, too, and then the male elf chimes in with, Oh, we don't want to talk about it. And then the male half-orc says, Damned river monsters! And buries his axe oh. into the floor out of anger. Did you maybe not do as good as you wanted to do? How about I get you guys some ale? Yeah, yeah we'll get you some ale. Or I a think nice I have, hot cup of tea. I have something If here. you're throwing axes into the floor, you want ale. <laughs> Uh, the, the male half-orc, uh, says, oh, yes, I could go for some ale right now. I'm what gonna... about a Darjeeling? <laughs> a what? Dar- it's a kind of tea. Oh, okay. Come on, kids. He's a half-orc. He doesn't drink Earl Grey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I suggested Darjeeling. <laughs> um, the, the female human, uh, perks up again and she says I'm sorry let me introduce ourselves the grumpy one over there is Rody, and she points to the, the half orc when she says that and then she points to the elf and she says this is our cleric mince and then she points to the halfling and she says our warlock hex and I'm Junie we're team genesis what's your guys' team name team full moon at dawn baby I'm Juilliard oh uh <laughs> I forgot the order <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Donald Pinekeg, the most inconsistently accented gnome on the planet. Time for me to hit the bricks. <laughs> and Donald gives a uh, gives a courteous bow. Well, they already know my name is Kit. I'm sorry. Did you say you're a cleric? Um, Mince the no. elf 
uh, perks up and says, well, yes, I am a cleric. Are you? Yes, I am. Uh, 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 and I used thaumaturgy uh, to uh, make the lights get bigger because thaumaturgy is a cleric spell. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's like a, every spellcaster spell, isn't it? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's like a tiefling thing, but I think it's oh, on this, right, right, right. It's the a list of thing. things for okay. Um, he says, "Oh yes, very impressive. What is your, what's your favorite first level spell?" My favorite first level <laughs> spell. Um, hold on a moment. <laughs> Let me. Is this is this how it happens? Uh. Hey, ooh. maybe you could. My actually... favorite first level spell is disguise self and oh. fairy fire. I I think I really like to disguise myself though. Oh yes, that is a good one. I'm sure we'll have to to get out uh, get some tea and talk about our uh, di- our strategy someday. Yeah, and you know, just some god talk. Hey, no, Mince, I don't, cleric I don't mean to bother you, Mince, but is it weird for a cleric to, like, never heal the rest of the party? It just She's seems like, a little bit odd, like, right? So literally, visibly, okay, okay, like, okay, okay, okay. I've when, been bleeding out on that, the floor. When you say that, Juilliard, the whole rest of the team kind of, like, look over and glare at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he uh, says, yeah. it is the too. best to put yourself and your own interests first. <laughs> right. Gets uh, it. I think Rody and I are going to grab that drink. <laughs> so you want to grab a drink with Rody? Uh, I actually kind of want to go to the library. Junie says, well, it was, great, it was great to meet all of you guys, finally. We've heard a lot about you. The word spreads fast around here, but uh, we've got shit all over us, so we're going to go wash it off and go to bed. And oh, so fair. the That's whole fair. team uh, gets Good up move. and they head up to the dorms. They seemed lovely. Good night. Bye. I hope you have a sweet dream. They'll wave it back at you as you say goodnight. They seem nice. Yeah, they seem cool. We'll oh. probably end up having them later for some sort of You know, Juilliard, adventure. you never heal people either. I mean, it's not really my, my job. I'm the uh, punchy Why boy. is it my job? Well, but, you, I mean, that's the whole point of the cleric. cleric, right? That's what clerics do. They clerics I mean, okay. do a lot more than just heal people. Right, but they I'm also... I'm a formidable <laughs> fighter. True, but some... I do damage. They... I take damage. It's not my fault you guys keep trying to die. <laughs> Have you ever thought about maybe not getting hurt so much? Yeah, just stop being injured, guys. Listen, if you guys find yourself another physical tank, you just let me know, okay? Okay, let's not... <laughs> Leave out the glass cannon here. Like, I need to remind you how much damage I shelled out. I can't heal myself when I'm shooting fireballs out of my eyes and hands, mostly hands. I think that we should drop this subject. (laughs) I think it's been a long day, team. I don't really like arguing about religion. I came from a death monastic cult, so, like, really, who am I to throw stones? I'm an accidental necromancer. Huh? Death? Death. Yeah. Did I not mention this before? Yeah. I think she was in the bathroom when we talked death about this. Death cult? Oh, yeah. A cult of death? Well, it's not a cult. It's like a... It's a <laughs> you said it was a monastic <laughs> cult. Exactly you used the word cult here. What somebody in a cult would say. <laughs> okay. So when my traveling band 
of performers died and was well was murdered, I was in some really dark spots and I was a teenager and there was these monks and they took me in and I didn't realize until later that they were super interested in death and like how it works and why people die. And so they studied dead bodies and we did surgeries and a lot of, st so that's, I kind of have um, some monastic death things going on. That seems kind of dark. I'm not a fan of like dark things or like dark magic or anything creepy. I can't understand why you'd feel that way, but I understand. Listen, it was a part of my life. It's a part of me now. It's like a tattoo, you know, I'm not proud that I'm this, <laughs> but I, so do I, you have tattoos you're not proud of too? Listen, you know what? When you when you gain physical power from killing things, it tattoos start becoming less of a, a priority. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> on the regrets list. I just think it's funny how you are on like, oh my gosh, kids are so creepy, and you're in a death cult, but my eyes just change color. It's not a big deal. So you okay with me being a like a necromancer then? Have you been a necromancer this whole time? Yeah, so I forgot Who to mention- Who are you people? <laughs> so here's the thing. I didn't want to be a necromancer, but you remember, you guys, I told you like how I became a wizard, right? Did you? Have we not had this conversation? I don't well, know, like... we, we know that your village got attacked by an evil wizard. Right. Correct. And you were- <laughs> Donald puts his glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a very strong warrior. Yep. Okay. Um, you're the only one able to fight him. Yep. But you defeated him, but you like body swapped him. Kinda. And so you're a super old wizard now. Yes. So unsurprisingly, the evil wizard's school of magic was necromancy. And so when I inherited his magic, I, you know, got necromancy. So yeah, I play with corpses. Man. But it, it's not the one I chose. I wanted to do divination, but, you know. Beggars can't be choosers. I feel like you and I have so much in common. We both stumbled into some death shit. Yeah, shit. On we accident. really like death, but by accident. Yeah, you, know? you guys well, are I into love some... it. Like I listen, I wish I wasn't into it, but I think it's super cool. I know, now. That's I'm really some exploring dark myself. Stuff. Now. I think well, like, we can I'd agree to that... like kill you guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm so I'm glad gonna... my music comes. My music, my magic <laughs> comes from the purity of moonlight because that'd be. I do not want to be involved in that. Bad well, stuff it's happens. It's not about where it comes from. It's about where it goes. You know. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you just have to smoke long bottom leaf and just kind of realize that the hobbits have it figured out, you know? Just, yeah, just, oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, here's the thing, this though. This is the guys, pressure I've been, my mother warned me about. <laughs> I've been meeting... I'm going to talk to you guys about this. I, I'm really worried about it getting away from me because I want to be the good guy. But, you know, I sometimes... I, I knock a lot. You guys saw how many times I tried to literally eat the goblins alive without... Thinking about it what first. I didn't, oh, I, I was didn't, I was not, attention. I was zoned in. You no. were like trying to eat them. Well, not literally eat them, but like those are my people. I've been more violent. Death is fascinating to me, and I'm trying to fight it. But like, it's kind of I inherited necromancy powers. Do you, you want to like? So I was gonna go to the library to like find some yeah. like medical textbooks or whatever, uh, just kind of figure out more about like how the body works. You I know? can totally read about some death with you, yeah, but as right? long as we both agree that Kitsa is scarier than us. Yeah, totally. What? Okay, cool. Much awesome. that is, <laughs> what? Not scary. <laughs> I am not scary. <laughs> the eye thing I is... I am a half-elf, and I'm normal, just like everybody I, else. I, look. And Kira looks... Listen, it's okay Kira, if you're... We're scary, too. I, I smoke. Offended. should really talk... I, God, one of these days, we're going to tell her. What? Nothing. What? Oh. Listen, gang. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so we we don't actually think you're scary. Your eyes no, are very cool. We we're just projecting cool. because we feel very guilty about yeah, our past. We, we love I you can very tell much. You're projecting. Dartle like hugs you your leg. Just be... Oh, 
Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you should just be very careful with your words because I don't like it when people call me scary because I try oh. to be very nice and I'm very welcoming and I have a nice smile. And sometimes people see horns and they think, oh, that's a scary person. But I'm not a scary person. I'm a very kind person. No, we, we love you. you know, and your actions have been, you always try and negotiate first. Your actions have shown you're definitely a very kind and loving person. That's because deep down everyone is scary. You I, just have to find it. Uh, sometimes you don't get to find it before you kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Before you, you humiliate them in the dance contest and then just, cut their head off. I just sometimes feel weird as as this half dragon person without a home. I just feel like I'm kind of always this this monster, this this roaming death boy, and but I just kind of don't want to be that. You like that. You know, you're you're the, everyone's favorite performer. The scarf helps. You look you look cozy. Thanks. You know, maybe that's why I try to just like perform, put myself out there. You know, like cause everyone loves actors. You know, but like that's true. But I guess I, I guess it w I would be worried if I were you know a, a dragon boy. It destroys people with lightning. I, I could see why people might be afraid of you, but I, I've never been afraid of you, and I'm afraid of everything. I'm, I'm literally. You could blow at me, and I'd lose ten HP. Like, <laughs> hey, do you guys think there's something to do tonight? Maybe to take our minds off of all this. Yeah. It's getting pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah I think I'm kind of done talking. If that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's a <laughs> lot of heart to heart, guys. Let's go. I do feel some really plot. close to you guys. We should really grab coffee. Sometime. We should grab some coffee. We yeah. literally live in the same room, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Does God want to send the quest hook real quick before I start crying? <laughs> Oh, are you guys walking to the library? Yeah, we're going to the library. Okay, you guys are... Uh, um, yeah, so you head to the library, and it's pretty dead, but <laughs> it's always open, so um, you just walk straight in. I'll head to my room instead of the library, actually, while they're doing their stuff. Yeah, I'm, like, out of spells, but not out of HP, so I guess I could put off rest for a little bit. All right, um, we'll follow the two boys then. Um, what do you guys do in the library? Uh, we're gonna go to the medical section. Alright. I, I don't know if you guys use uh, Library of Congress or Dewey <laughs> Decimal here, so it's, you're gonna have to guide me. <laughs> uh, what are you looking right, for? You take the bottom shelves, I'll look at the top shelves. I'll take the top shelves. Uh, pff, right. <laughs> you guys get it? Cause, okay. <laughs> Uh, we're looking for like medical textbooks or like anything about like death magic since we're both kind of in this boat now and since we're coming into our power it's like kind of becoming a problem. Yeah. I want to yeah. learn how to not get consumed you, by um, death. You find plenty of resources. You find everything that you're looking for. There's um, plenty of like anatomy textbooks on every sort of uh, you know creature race uh, known in the realm and there's, uh, you know, medicine, there's, uh, everything that you could ask for. And there, um, there are some like death magic books, but not a whole lot. It doesn't seem like anyone here has really been super into that before, but you do find some resources on that. Cool. Well, I guess we just start hitting the books. Yeah, I, I really hit those books. All right, Juilliard's going to meditate for the night over a pile of medical books, and hopefully he absorbs the knowledge. <laughs> Darnold's going to, like, read them for a little bit and then fall asleep like a young college student with his, like, face down drooling into it. Oh, can we be, like, adjacent? So, like, I'm, like, <laughs> there's, like, books, like, piled on top of us. Oh. We're just, like, snoring loudly. That would be adorable. We're going to do that. That's adorable. All right, Ketzel, we'll go back to you. What are you doing? Um, I'm going back to my room. Uh, and... I'm praying to Salune and thanking her for helping us and, uh, you know, praying for all of the gnomes so that way they have a good time and that they don't get taken over by goblins again. And for the new spells that she taught me, I'm super grateful for it. 
and and then I pull out the pan flute and do the pan flute section of my prayer, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then Wait, I do you also have a flute? I forgot about that. I also unironically rolled myself with the flute. Yeah, <laughs> um, I have just a little like, doo -doo -doo. and then um, I uh, I start I start writing like a like a letter to my family just detailing what we've done i'm not gonna send it yet i'll fill it with more details as they come but just talking about how we did a dance off and we defeated some goblins and we went in a cave and we fought things and i'm having a great time mom and i'm super fun and making friends everywhere oh uh, so adorable um <laughs> all right i love kids' cool. letters because <laughs> it's so cute so wholesome <laughs> so are you headed to bed after that you think yeah, I'll head to bed, and oh, I'll, I'll give Dracaris some snacks. <laughs> I love that name. I forget about <laughs> and, it. Um, and we snuggle up to go to bed. Oh. So cute. Okay. <clears throat> so you all go to bed without go without seeing anybody else. So you all perform your night your nightly rituals. Juilliard, you obviously uh, get into some meditation. Uh, Kitsa, you say your nightly prayers and pan flute music, and Dartle, you're out like a light as soon as you fall on top of those books. Um, and you all get a great a long here. night of rest. And this, this is a long rest, so you get everything back that you lost. Hey guys, it's your favorite DM Hannah here. Um, I'm coming to you at the middle of this episode to talk to you a little bit. We're doing uh, our format a little bit differently, as you've probably noticed. We're going to start doing announcements during the middle of the episode instead of uh, at the beginning of the episode, just to sort of keep a nice pace, because we found that doing announcements at the beginning of the episode was kind of uh, making things uh, not very smooth. So hopefully this will be a bit of a smoother transition, and if we're going to experiment more, I would ask that you please stay patient with us. We're still beginners at this. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's how we're gonna do things from now on, uh, with me doing a little one-on-one -on -one with you at the, in the middle of the episode. So, uh, first of all, we want to say thank you to Benfro15 for leaving us a very nice review on iTunes. He gave us four stars and he said, this podcast does a great job of making you feel like you're at the table with them, uh, and there's a great future ahead that's very nice. Uh, that's really sweet. So, um, if you haven't done so yet, please leave us a good review if you're enjoying the show and we'll give you a shout out on the show if it's, uh, if you leave a note. Uh, secondly, thank you to Dime to Draw D&D on Instagram for our first ever fan art. It looks so great if you haven't seen it. It's posted, uh, on our Twitter. It's our cover photo. Um, if you want to draw us fan art, please tag us on one of our social medias so we can see it and, uh, Speaking of social media, you can follow us on social media at Guildfellows on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we've recently hit over 650 plays on uh, on our podcast, and we are thrilled. We want to do something special once we hit 1,000, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Lastly, thank you to every listener out there if you listen to all the episodes or you're just now jumping in with this one. Thank you so much. We appreciate every single one of you and please enjoy the rest of the episode. 
Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcast, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You uh, get into bed, and you get a long night of rest. And you're all in different places the next morning. But uh, nevertheless, Chauncey finds you in each of uh, the places that you've found yourself resting. And he says to each of you individually, Blessed day, adventurer. The guildmaster wants to see you in her office immediately. And he's gone before you can even, like, wake up. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, okay. Oof. Corpses. Uh, oh, you were dreaming about corpses, too? Yeah, too. Okay, and we're all sleeping in different spaces, so I will just head straight down to Andy. Um, yeah, I'm going to head down to Andy's office, too. Your carry sits on top of my head. Aw. Juilliard gets up, stretches, cracks his back, and <laughs> <laughs> just does some, you know, good dragon calisthenics, and then just kind of wanders around until he finds someone he's supposed to talk to. Okay, so we'll say that the three of you meet up uh, right in front of Andy's office. Um, when you get down there, you see the door is open. She's waiting for you, and she is very excited. So, um, you guys walk in, and, um, you can tell that she's trying to keep her cool, but she's not doing it very well. And she says, welcome back, team. Thank you for meeting me on such short notice. What's up, Chief? Of course, and seeing that Andy's excited, Kitsa just gets secondhand excitement. (laughs) Juilliard gets suspicious immediately. (laughs) Dartle's, uh, still asleep. What's going on? Okay, so, um... She says, Team Full Moon at Dawn, for your next adventure, you are invited. And she produces three very fancy paper invitations and hands them to each of you. On top of the invitations. <gasps> I love invitations. It, um, in, fancy gold re- in fancy gold lettering, it says, Neverwinter's Neverending Gala. And under it, it says, you're invited. <gasps> ah! I am so excited, Kids of Zelda. We're going to a gala. We're going to a party. She, we can buy fancy dresses. Juilliard turns the card in his hand and says, what does this mean? Um, she just starts going straight into a monologue, and she says, I've dreamed about the never-ending gala my entire life. It was a dream of mine to attend. It's Faerun's biggest fancy party in the middle of Neverwinter, and we got you invitations. Ah. It lasts all night, which is why it's called the never-ending gala. Your task is a pretty small one. We've gotten word of a possible security breach from someone inside the gala, possibly trying to coordinate an attack, and your job is just to make sure that that doesn't happen. Easy enough, right? It's at a... That was great. Uh, wait, what? Easy enough. Hold up. Oh, come wait. on. What you could go us, wrong? You come want on. three of us to run whole, like, counterterrorism security for one of the most coveted and highly, <laughs> like, affluent events in the country? Oh, no, uh, you worry too much. What could, nothing's going to go wrong. Literally, we are amazing adventurers. What could happen? We're down. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, of course we're down. But like, still, come on. <laughs> she says, "I like you your spirit, Daryl." Kits is just thinking about her dress. Um, and uh, oh yeah, I don't have anything to wear. I just have these monk's robes. She says, um, she says it doesn't seem like a very large threat if it does happen. Again, this wasn't a super reliable source, but we wanted to take precautions, you know. So we're sending you guys there just as a little extra backup, and uh, at the same time, you get to attend a fancy party. Andy, we will not let you down. <laughs> she says, um, it's a private mansion on the wealthy side of the city, and there will no doubt be important diplomats there, so having a little extra help can go a long way. I have total faith in you. You've done so well on all of your adventures so far, and I know you can do this. And, of course, as Kitsa so gladly pointed out, this is a gala, so you must have appropriate dress to fit in. I've notified the clothing and textile shops down the road, and they're ready to make any fancy outfit you can describe to them. <gasps> oh. oh. My gosh. Goodness. Kitsa, we have to plan our outfits. <laughs> we can coordinate. Are we all going to match? Oh, we should. I think I'm colorblind. What? <laughs> I, I I realized that I like at, at this age. Yeah, that's why everything's gray to me. I I'm colorblind. <laughs> it's okay. We'll work on the colors. We will okay. coordinate. We're not going to be matching. Where I see heights and colors. But we want to look good next to each other. So when people see us, they're like, "Oh, those people look so nice." Like we don't want to be super super matchy, but we went to coordinate. Awesome. We should yeah, like get some similar colors going. We can do different styles, similar colors. Different styles, similar colors. I'm you know, board. someone's main color is someone else's accent color. If you wore a yeah. tux, you might have an ascot or a tie or a pocket square that would match my dress. I don't know if tuxes are really a thing here. We'll figure out the details. We'll figure out the details. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, see, I... Okay, so when I was with, the, you know, my monastery, we did have formal attire, but they usually involved, like, you know, bones and, and some blood and... We'll probably... We'll probably aesthetically shy away from the bones and the blood for this. I was thinking that'd probably be a good call, it's you know? probably a good call. See, I think I you mean, have a very it feels intuitive like, eye. You know, I wasn't married to it, but it is right. part of my tradition, so well, I thought I'd just, like... Well, bones and blood are good for certain occasions. Yeah. Different people have different yeah. things for ritual. Like, when I when we did, like, ritual stuff in the chapel, in, like, the church sanctum temple thing, like, we would wear... Whatever that holy building's called. You know, <laughs> in the temple, like, we would wear, like, silver and shimmery stuff to, like, honor the moon. So if you're doing death stuff, you guess you honor death with bones and gristle or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all, like, very severe. Like, it's all, like, you know, like, clean blood, you know? It's not like you just, like, picked some blood up from nowhere, you know? You know where it got it it's from. It was organically sourced. Blood. Yeah, exactly. Andy says, yeah. Um, okay, trust me, Juilliard, our tailors and seamstresses are the best in all of Faerun. They have you in the right hands. They will make you look amazing. I, I don't know about this, guys. I You don't know. I, well, I, I don't really dress up any... I, I'm, I, I don't fit into any of my old stuff. I, Listen, can you, Darl, okay. can you, you imagine, are a gnome bachelor I, in your prime. Can you just imagine, though, being, like, huge for your race and, like, muscular and then all of a sudden looking at, like, the total, like, muscle shirts you used to wear and now you're just, right. like, a crippled old man? It's... It's awful, you know. It's I don't really. That's why I wear the same outfit every day, you know. It's, hey, buddy, yeah, well, Dartle isn't what you look like on the outside. 
Dartle's inside you, man. <laughs> the pine keg is in there. You're a legend, no matter if you're a warrior or a crippled old wizard. You are a badass. And you know what? Confidence is like half the battle. Really? Yeah. And the thing about clothes is clothes are just what goes on your body. And having something that is well-tailored, you can still look very smart and very like savvy and super cool. You just need clothes that fit you properly. And just because your old clothes doesn't fit or don't fit doesn't mean that... You know, that that's a problem with you. You just need cl- new clothes. Hey, man, and I, I, you know, when we were in the village, man, I heard a lot of gnome women saying, <laughs> man, that Dartle Pine Keg, what a catch, you know? Like, they were really fawning all over you. Oh, they, really? Really? Yeah. I did not notice that. Well, it's because your ears aren't great. I was, I, with my monk ways, <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> No, they were talking about it all the time, dude. They oh really gosh. liked oh, your, wow. your beard. I need to pay closer attention to Goodness. things. Oh. Thanks, man. That, that means a lot. They said your accents were really hot. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> okay. I, well, you know what? I, I really love you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. We'll get some clothes and we'll all look super hot. Oh, I. wow. I'm with um, you. Go team. Andy, is there anything else we need to know about this threat? You said, it, when was this again? When was what? This weekend. This gala. The gala takes place. You read it on the um, the invitation. It's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay, so we'll go to the seamstress. Is there any other information you have for us, or because it just seems like you might just have gotten a tip, like an anonymous tip? That is basically what or we got—an like anonymous tip—and that's really okay. all I have to go on. But uh, I will just warn you to be careful, and if you need to get out of a situation, then I urge you to keep yourselves safe. All right. So, it's going to be formal dress, but, like, you know, our whole job is, like, protection. Are we going to be able to, like, keep our gear and stuff? Or are we going to have to, like, store that? I feel like we're security. We should be able to keep our gear, right? Yeah, but have you ever flirted with, you know, smoking brass knuckles on? It's kind of like a I don't really flirt a whole lot. (laughs) Killer slash setter, you know? Oh, Juilliard, don't don't you know? Smoldering is in this season. Oh, is it really? (laughs) Oh, my God. Woo! I am so lucky, dude. I was going to have a panic attack. I was going to look like a dork, you know? (laughs) I heard wearing smoke, like, after, you know, the solstice is, like, a real no-no, but. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Okay, so are you guys going to head to the tailor now? Yeah, let's head to the tailor. Tailor, tailor? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So describe to me what you want each of you in your uh, in your outfits. Okay, well we should decide colors. What color we going with, team? Okay, my skin is blue, what? and you're kind of a periwinkle. Can you oh. say like what shade of blue you are? I mean, I know I can literally see it, but like, is it like a royal blue? Is it a navy? Is it cerulean? Is it turquoise? Is it aqua? Uh, is it I w- sky blue? I always thought is of myself as like, a, as like a navy. Navy? Okay, yeah. perfect. Because I wanted to wear a navy. So maybe I'm thinking we do <laughs> sorts of grays and white with navy accents. And it's not like I haven't been... It, I may have already been thinking about a formal dress design <laughs> just <laughs> in the general sense in case this ever came up and navy works really well with it. So uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I I would love that. You know, I like you guys incorporate the the gray in there. Nice. Okay, so you so, um. Oh, I have more details oh, yeah, about go, the design. No, yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay, so Kitz's dress is um, it's a sleeveless dress. It's kind of like a uh, white, like an eggshell with sparkles on the bodice, 
and then it sort of cinches at the waist, and it has a rim of rhinestones around it. Like, not, like, super gaudy, though. It's very tasteful. We're not going for prom. We're going for bridesmaids, you know, but, like, a bridesmaid that you like and want to look good in pictures. And then um, the skirt of it kind of goes out in sort of, like, an A-line, and the skirt is, like, gray and white, sort of layered, like a nice soft linen. And then she has this sort of navy, like, it's strapless, kind of like, imagine like a tank, but like a sweater, but made out of silk and navy, and it goes off in like a little bit of a train. She wears cute little low heels that are gray and strappy and match the linens. And then if we're also getting jewelry, she has um, little like rhinestone sorts of dangly things that wrap and hang from her horns and uh, little sapphire kinds of studs that match the navy and her, like, sleeveless sweater linen thing. I don't know the word for that. And a simple silver chain necklace. Okay. Is that so is funny. that your outfit? Yeah. Oh, and the navy has, like, silvery or gray and white uh, scroll and leaf on it. I may have been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to Juilliard. Juilliard, what do you look like? Hmm. Okay, so this is kind of what I want. So it's going to be like a long, flowing, like, robe style, kind of like wizard robes, but a little bit different. So there's going to be two pieces to it. So there's going to be the undershirt, which is going to be white with uh, navy cufflinks and, like, a navy, like, rim around the cuffs. And then over it is going to be, like, a basically robe, which is sleeveless, but has, like, a V coming down that ties in a belt around the waist. And then splits into two parts, like front and back, like over some like pants. So it's like kind of like a like trapezoid shape, like a long trapezoid. Mm-hmm. And so the over part of the robes are going to be uh, gray, and then the belt is going to be navy, and then the uh, pants are also going to be like white with like um, yeah, just white, and they'll have barefoot. And then uh, I'll also have a silver chain around my neck. Juilliard, you can't go barefoot to this function. What? He's a monk. He's some Burks or something. I am a monk. This a isn't like Amelia talking to, <laughs> to Rob. Okay. This is Kitsa saying, you can't go barefoot. You need well, some sandals. Are, some sandies? If, you oh. need, if you're going to go to a fight, slip off your shoes right before you'll have time. But God, this is a refined event. I guess it is. need to be classy. Okay, so I want some sandals, but I want them to be in those Eastern style where they have the really high like double wooden platforms, and I want them to be red. Okay. You should have them. Kitsa intervenes and says, like, a kind of maroon, a deep red, not a bright red. Okay, yeah, that's fair. All right, so that's your outfit. And then, Dartle, what are you looking mm-hmm. like? Um, so I'm going to go with something. I'm looking like a whole set. <laughs> oh, you guys are so good for Dartle's self-esteem. Um, so I'm going to go with, I'm trying to go for some sort of play on, like, the wizard thing, but I don't want long flowing robes because wizards wear, like, big flowing robes. Like, what if I had more of, like, a, like, if I took wizard robes, my gray navy wizard robes, and I conformed them into sort of a tuxedo look, you know what I'm talking about? So, I'm talking, like, like a nice, like, flowy, um, almost like a gown type thing, and then, like, a, like a vest over it, like a tuxedo vest, right? Yep. And then, um, with that, some, like, a cute little bow tie, like a gnome-sized bow tie. <laughs> Around, around the collar of my, of my button-up uh, robes. Oh, the buttons are all going to be um, like almost like 
like shiny, uh, like shiny gray stones for the buttons going all the way down the middle. Um, and they've got a, uh, I kind of want some kind of really, wizard hat, I feel like a wizard needs a hat, I like hats, what are we going to go with? But how do you make a hat classy, guys? Wear a top hat. A top hat? <gasps> I'm going to wear a top hat. <laughs> and then can I put in a fake monocle? Hell yeah, do it. Uh, okay, so a fake monocle, a top hat, um, and then my robes with my nice vest on. Um, shoes. What are we going for shoes, guys? Just some simple dress boots. I'm going to go with some simple dress boots. Get them some Oxfords. Oh, boots. Yeah, boots are nice. Yeah, simple dress boots for Oxfords. Oh, also, what color is your vest, you said? I don't. I was gonna ask you guys about that because it's a navy. It's like a navy gray uh, for the for the robe, and then the vest I'm wearing over it. Maybe, uh, maybe if you're doing navy gray for the robe, maybe do like the dark red of his maroon for the vest. Ooh, I'm gonna do that. That's yeah. what that's what we're gonna go with. I'll work in a pop of red somewhere. <laughs> awesome. All right. So it looks like you guys have everything figured out, and so you spend the rest of the day working with these tailors to, um like make you know the perfect measurements and make it make sure everything is exactly how you want it and that night you'll get to try on your outfits for the first time and the three of you stand side by side looking in a mirror you stand proud in your brand new sleek outfits and you're ready to take on the biggest party in neverwinter Hey, this is Rob. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week to find out what happens to our heroes at the Neverwinter Ball. And thank you so much for listening in general. This podcast has been a long-term creative project for us, and we really appreciate your feedback and spreading our message around and just being great in general. So, thank you. This has been Guildfellows. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.